0: has been asked what is your only comfort in life and death the answer is that I with body and soul both in life and death am not my own but belong to my faithful savior Jesus Christ who with his precious blood has fully satisfied for all my sins and redeemed me from all the power of the devil and so preserves me that without the will of my father in heaven Not a hair can fall from my head. Indeed, that all things must work together for my salvation. Wherefore, by his Holy Spirit, he also assures me of eternal life. And makes me heartily willing and ready from now on to live unto him. I have this memorized, and many times, especially when I'm feeling anxious, when I'm feeling that things are just not working out the way I would like them to be. I recite this to myself, and when I recite this to myself, it it does bring calm to me. The problem is I don't always remember to do this. So tonight I'm going to talk about it a little bit, look at some scriptures, some passages in hopes to get this deep within my heart, deep within my mind, deep within my soul so I'll never forget this that I will always remind myself of this whenever I'm feeling anxious, whenever I'm feeling troubled. Whenever someone like today, someone came up to me, one of our neighbors, and asked me to pray for them. And I could sense that this person was very troubled very worried, very concerned about a person that they deeply loved. Their grandfather. Which some of you guys can probably relate to. And they ask these questions, certain questions about why do these things happen. And my only answer is it happen because God allows them to happen, but exactly why, I don't have the answer. I don't really don't have the answer. All I know is that in this life, there's no guarantees as far as our health, if we're going to keep it or not, and for how long we're going to keep it. There's no guarantees. So we have to trust in the one who has given us this help, that no matter what, he's going to bring us through. No matter what happens, he's going to give us what we need in order to live out our days, our time, as we wait for those who believe, like myself, as we wait for the return of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. As the beginning of a life eternal. The hope, the eternal hope that in this life we are not our own. No, we're not our own. We don't belong to ourselves, we belong to God. And this God that we belong to has revealed himself as our father. He's the one that provides for us, will provide for us, and continue to provide for us again as we wait for, his, for the return of his son. The question has been asked, when would well, when Jesus return? The Bible doesn't tell us. We don't know. We just know that he's going to return sooner or later. We are in the last days, this is the last day, from God's perspective. From God's perspective, we are in the last day. From our perspective, well, it, it, it could last for. Well, who knows how long? Nobody really knows. We just hope that it will last long enough. But you know, I was thinking today when I was at the gym, we all have an appointment. We all have an appointment. The same appointment. And today, I was, uh, as I was trying to get my um, passport, it was an appointment. We had, I had appointment. I made appointment. And, um, I have to admit, my appointment was at noon. It was at noon. I couldn't wait till noon. So I went, I went early. And fortunately, they saw me before noon. But as I was, as I was waiting, I, I you know, I kind of, I felt God tugging at me, and I felt that He was speaking to me. I felt that He was saying to me, "You know, it's interesting that you know you can't wait for an appointment at 12 at 12 noon, but um, you can wait for other appointments." And I don't want to get I don't want to get I don't want to make this dark or anything like that, but. There's one appointment that I can definitely wait for, and that is um, death. I can wait for that. I mean, mean, a lot of times I'm thinking that. That's one appointment I definitely don't want to go too early. (laughs) I laugh, but it's the truth. But, uh, (laughs) you know, every now and then those kind of things cross my mind. Like that, you know, and I was you know, God, what are you saying to me? It's like, you know, well, what's most important to you? What really is most important to you, does? And, um, well, I gotta admit that, um, I forget what's most important. I Do I forget? And that's why I, I'm going back over this even right now and sharing with you because this is a reminder that we have to remember that um, death is a real part of life as much as life itself is just as real, and um, we need to learn how to redeem the time, we need to learn how to use our time in a way that shows that we appreciate the things of God. The things that really are true. The truth is is that there is a God. And the truth is is that this God has revealed that we belong to Him. The truth is, is that is God also I said not only we belong to him but that because we are sinners because we are not right with him we need a savior we need someone that can pay the price that our sin has earned the debt that our sin has earned you see when you sin against God um, God has made it clear that you owe him you owe him a debt you owe him the kind of debt that only can be paid off by a life you know, that's what all those sacrifices and uh, bulls, goats and things like that in the Old Testament. That's what they were done for, to signify. God, God had that done. He ordered that to be done, to signify to us that whenever we sin, we have to, it's, it's a serious offense, first of all, and that we owe God. We owe him presenting against him and the problem is is that it's the kind of payment that that clearly no one can ever possibly pay except for one person and that is Jesus see Jesus is the only one that can do that because he's the Bible reveals that Jesus is fully God and fully man, and because He is fully God, it would take a God man. First of all, it would take a God. It would take a God, but it would take a man too, because it would have to be fully man, like us, human being, a human being. In this case, a man. It would take a a fully God-man to pay the debt that we owe for our sin. When you sin against God, you sin against God an infinite time. A number of times. One sin is, is an infinite time. Because why? Because you sin against who? An infinite being an infinite God. And that's why whenever you sin against God, you should be you should be concerned. You should be concerned enough to say, you know what Lord God, I'm sorry. I'm deeply sorry. This is horrible. Th- this thing that I have done. You have revealed that this is a serious offense. And Please forgive me. What if. What if. You did that all the time. What if we did that all the time. What do you think. How would our life be. How enriched would our life really truly be. If we were truly sorry. And took responsibility for our actions. Whenever we sinned against God. Well I tell you what it would be like. It would be. A, it would be a whole different world. That we live in right now. If we all were like that. If we were all concerned about how we. Live before God. I want to encourage you. To think about how you live. Before God. I want to encourage you. To to think about how you treat. Others. I wasn't say encourage you. But urge you think about how you treat others. What I want I want to urge you, urge I want to urge you to, to think that it matters how you treat others. It matters how, it it matters what how you think about others. It matters what, what you watch. On these these devices, I see you guys in these things all day, and it concerns me all day. I see you practically in these things, these devices, entertainment, news, all this kind of stuff and i gotta I gotta confess, guys the stuff that you guys are watching it's really not uh, good for you um the stuff that you guys are watching. And stuff that you watch constantly, um, it's not healthy. Some things are just not healthy, especially if not done in moderation, especially if done and done if you're doing it too much. Sort of like candy. Some of you guys should know by now that if you eat too much candy, um, it's going to be consequences. You're going to have to end up paying for eating too much candy. Obesity. Um, obesity, um, uh, cavities, bad teeth, and so forth. Well, it's the same way with your spiritual life. If all you're doing is watching things that are um, clearly ungodly, eventually it's going to take over your spirit life, your spiritual life. It's going to take over how you think about God, how you think about others, how you think about yourself, and so forth. So I'm warning you now. I was urging you, now I'm warning you. That too much of this stuff, too much of the world, too much of the entertainment, too much of uh, these 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 uh, social websites and stuff like that. I mean, that stuff is keeping you guys. It could it, it it could keep it not it is keeping you, but it could possibly keep you from fully enjoying God and the things of God. And I just don't want that for you. And I hope you don't want that for yourself. The reason why I like to begin our day, 30 minutes, and in our day for 30 minutes, is to get to these points, to reflect. What did you do with your day? Did your day glorify God? Ask yourself, did it really truly glorify God? Did you really truly use your life to glorify God? Did you bless someone today with your life whether it be uh, to help someone out I mean physically no, I'm not talking about on the, on these these websites these Facebooks and all that kind of stuff I'm talking about physically Did, were you with someone today and you physically and, and you verbally talked with someone to To encourage someone. To pray with someone. Did you do that today? Did you share Jesus with someone today? Someone that I hope by now is your best friend. You know, when you love someone, you're going to share what you, you love most with them. Or do you, you know... Then you know if you don't, then you know that, then you know you're really that's a sign you're in trouble. If if you're not sharing something that's most precious to you, which I hope is Jesus, with someone, then you're in trouble. Your eternal salvation, your eternal destiny, depends on it. You know, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that if you share Jesus with someone, that's going to save you. No, what I'm saying is, is that if you don't share Jesus with someone, it's a sign that you are in danger. It's a sign that your your heart, your focus, your life focus, is out of focus. Your priorities in life are not are, are not are not. How can I say it? Um, it's not set properly. You know, some things need to be set. You know, have to be set properly before you can actually use it, you know. Sort of like your your, your iPhones, your iPods, stuff like that. You know, your initial setups that you have to go through, sign, you know, English, is it going to be English or are you going to use? You know, imagine you have an iPhone and you just got a new iPhone. Wow, cool. All right and it goes through the setup you know and it asks you you know is English, Spanish, France, French, whatever and you put uh, Japanese and you don't even know how to read Japanese you don't you don't speak Japanese but now your phone is just all Japanese what, be, what use is it? it? it won't be any use good use to you will it? well uh, I use that as, a, as an, an analog an analogy of, of, of the same way with your relationship with God, with Jesus, you have every day. You have to get set. You have to set yourself for Jesus, for speaking about Jesus, telling people about Jesus. You have to be praying, Lord God. Oh, you know, I really want to share Jesus with someone today. Can Can you send someone? I want. I want. I want to share Jesus. Do you guys pray that? Well oh God, I want to see Jesus today. Do you guys pray that? So these questions I'm opposing to you to hopefully encourage you to do that. If you haven't done that, do it. Do it tonight. And and God willing, we live. We see tomorrow. Lord Jesus tarries. Do it tomorrow. I want to encourage you to do it every day. Be a blessing, not a curse. To your neighbors, to your, your family members, to yourself. Everyone needs Jesus because the Bible is clear. We've all sinned. We've all fallen short. Of the standard of God. The right standard. The righteous standards of God. We've all fallen short. And every day we have actual sins that we commit. Every day. Not only do we have original sin. But we also have actual sins that we commit every day. And only way to combat combat it. To fight it I should say. Only way to fight it is to confess it. to God confess it to others when you hurt someone tell them you're sorry tell them how sorry you are ask them to forgive you you know you are at a place of true repentance when you ask for forgiveness but if you just say oh I'm sorry guess as are you not there yet you you are there when you ask for forgiveness and you are especially there when you ask for forgiveness and they look at you and like, "Uh no, nah, I don't think so. <laughs> you respond like, but I ask you to forgive me. You should forgive me, brother. You get all set, start and then you're not there. But if you look at them in the eye and say, okay, I understand you know, this is hard for you, uh, but please try to forgive me and uh, I'll do everything I can to, to not offend you again Defend God. Just know this. That I'm asking this because I I love Jesus and so forth. You're there. All right, let's go. Preposition. Let's pray. Oh God, Father Heaven, bless you once again. Thank you, Father. As we uh, get ready to prepare for bed. Renew our hearts, set our hearts, our minds, our focus, our will, so that it will do what you please, that we will seek to seek to do all that we can to be a blessing to you a blessing to each other a blessing to our neighbors and even right now I'm thinking about the Schwartz and what they're going through with their patriarch a man who's a Christian I know for a fact and I've met him myself personally he's in a season of his life where his, his health, any, any problems with his health is critical. Pray you will strengthen him. Pray that you will heal him because you can do that. And most of all, I just pray you would comfort him. And that he too, like, like us, would remember that our only comfort in life and death is that we are not our own, but belong to you belong to our faithful Savior Jesus Christ who with his precious blood has fully satisfied for all our sins and redeemed us from all the power of the devil and so preserves us that without the will of our Father in heaven not a hair not one hair can fall from our head indeed that all things must work together for our salvation for those who believe in Jesus Christ and wherefore, by your Holy Spirit, is your Holy Spirit what you have given to us and is now our Holy Spirit. Our Holy Spirit assures us of eternal life and makes us heartily willing and ready from now on to live unto you. In Jesus' name I ask and pray. Amen.